okay. We're doing this for real, John. Let's do it. They ask you how you are, and you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine, but you just can't get into That's it. That's how I felt. They would never understand. <laughs> the whole time. Like, I'm fine, guys. Uh, I'm, we're good. No, we're good. If we had a, a personal soundboard on that trip, that would have been playing over and over. Every time somebody asks me a question, I'll be like... <laughs> I wish at that point we were we were at a level where we had an agent. Oh, yeah. And I would have just gone to my dressing room and go, listen, <laughs> deal, just deal with this. Get you Deal with my agent. You guys figure this out. <laughs> Call me when it's showtime. Tell me when you want this, what do you want, and uh, we'll make it happen. If I had an agent. I've ne- we acted as our own agents. Yeah. It was kind of fun. Mistake number one. Yeah. We, uh... We're yeah, bad agents. We're bad agents. <laughs> Disclaimer: The following views and opinions belong to this podcast and should not be taken too seriously. Get ready, we're about to get unsuited. The Unsuited Podcast with Matt and John. <laughs> Hey, we're back. What's up, bitches? We are back <laughs> and oh. in the United States. Oh, man. Doing our podcast. Boy, my arm's tired. No, that's not even funny. <laughs> Actually, oh. the way we came back flying home Dude, took I, for it was so scary. Ever. It was so scary. It was. And I learned the hard way. Like, I, I did a, um, a field trip yesterday with a fifth grade class on a, on a tour bus, on a, a, a charter bus. Okay. Uh, less leg room than the planes. So didn't know that could happen. Really? And for some reason, had these two older people in front of us as chaperones like myself who felt obligated to recline the <laughs> damn seats. Man, you should have said something. Dude. I'm not trying to. You should have said something. On I-4, you're, ruffle you're feathers. You're tall as it is, so you should have been like. My knees were in my yo. chest. It was awful. And then my son makes me sit on the inside. Because he wants to talk to the girl next to him. Ow, ow. That's, oh, player, player. It is. My son. My son's coming of age. It's <laughs> awesome. Hey, John. Welcome back. Oh, welcome back. How Matthew. is it going, man? Um, It's weird trying to get back into things. Uh, Jet lag's a thing. I didn't know yeah, it was a thing. Knew? It is a thing. Yeah, just trying to play catch up this week, man. It's yeah. summertime now. We ready. It's go time. It's hot. Really hot. It's sticky. In, a, in two more days, Woo-hoo! they're planning 108. Ah, uh, that's so gross. Not not the feels like temperature. <laughs> the temperature. Yeah. 108 degrees. Get, get your popsicles Fahr- ready. Fahrenheit. If Man. it was Celsius, we'd be dead. Celsius, yeah. That was I'm th- so confused about that. I was one. watching <laughs> I was watching the weather, you know, trying to get a feel for the local area there in Vernon and you know, British Columbia. And then it's just weird to see a weather guy on there go. Oh, it's gonna be a hot one. It's gonna be thirty. I'm like, wait, what? What? <laughs> wait a minute. Was, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. It, it was kind of hot in Canada. Though. It was it was warmer than I expected. I apologize for I telling you about the jeans. Three pairs of jeans and three sweaters. Yeah, I took a big hoodie, <laughs> a couple of my thermal type clothes, just in case nice, it got cold at night. Yeah. And uh, but two it pair didn't of long even pants. really get cold at night. No, I mean in the excuse me, wow. in the morning. It was a little chilly. It was good. And I was it like, was, okay, it this was is nice. perfect weather for not having to wear a suit. Yes. I felt bad for the guys. It was a little warm. Yeah. Um, the arena was pretty good temperature. When for the cold. most part, it was. You know, uh, it was comfortable for me, not in a costume. I did great, dude. Um, I learned pretty quickly that I need to go back to the gym uh-huh. because when I'm trying to you know, rock the mic a little bit, 
and run around and trying to be active, I'm like, Ooh. I climbed a lot of stairs. You did climb a lot of <laughs> stairs. You were funny up in that perch, man. That was cracking me up when I, you were up there. Man, I'm, that's where I'm staying. If there's a next time, yeah, I, I'm DJing it. Hey, hey, <laughs> um, can we do it, John? Can we do it? Yeah. <laughs> Breaking news, John. You found out who took them jerseys? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, I'm Hold not going to bring that up. That's um, not, I forgot about that part. No, so 2020 is already being, happening. It's already being talked about. Already being talked about somehow. The good news, it's going to go better. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> it's it's got it, to. It can't get any and worse. And like I said, it is not. I, this is not trying to torch anybody. This is not blaming anybody. Yeah. This was a fine experiment into why people get paid to do their niche jobs, which exactly. is party planning, um, event management, event something like that. Event coordinators. That, yeah. And I always thought that I could do that stuff no problem. <laughs> wrong. Wrong. Well, I can't. Given enough time, you can I do can't. it. I but. can't, John. John, I am good on my feet, Yeah, but I can't make chicken soup out of chicken shit, <laughs> as my dad would say. Um it was it was a a work. It's something I'm happy I got to go through. Um, it was uh, it was a battle. It was a battle. Uh, from the from the moment we landed. It was an emotional battle, dude. From the moment we landed, it was a battle. Um, but it all came, you know it, it was all worth it. it. It was so worth it for you, John. I see that you're drinking Labatt's Blue. You you've gone Canadian on <laughs> I'm me. I'm full at blown Canadian now. I, I'm so, sorry. Like I said, I am I am excited to have been a part of. The Okanagan mascot games. We the OGs of the OMGs. We, we are the OGs of the OMGs. Um, Man. Uh, and th- there's a lot to take away from it. It's a lot to learn. Um, I don't know if you heard, but we're part of a board. We are. I, I saw that. We, so. are on, we are on this board <laughs> thing I, I saw. Um, I assume that that comes with a pay raise. And some input. Or like some percentage. Do I get like a percentage of the gate? I don't know how Maybe. that works. I, I mean, don't know what we get for being on the board. I mean, 10% of... Like twenty bucks isn't a lot, and that's Canadian, so I don't even know at that. My yeah. brain doesn't work um, that quick, but no, I got to be the official spokesperson, sort of <laughs> on the fly. You did some TV stuff. I did some TV stuff, and John was like, "Nope, that, that's Matt." That talk to that guy. Who wants to talk? And I was like, "I don't know enough about." Uh, <laughs> hell, I, I kept on just saying the hospital, where yeah. for a children's hospital. I didn't even know like the name exactly. I think it was just the hospital with a children's wing. Yeah, so that's fine, man. That's you know? yeah, and, and, and it's fine. You know, but what? yeah, this could have been benefiting a single child, you know, by name, like veronica We're or some susan money for sarah and i would have been all about it i i'm all yeah. for raising money for kids um like i said for everything that i would list as a con there yeah. are pros that were that way outweigh it yeah like i said it was a learning curve awesome people the the thing that made this the w- easy easier to get through and make happen was the fact that the people around us are awesome Really worked on the fly, yeah. And that's that's everybody from um, Corey and her mom. Um, that is all the mascots we worked with. Uh, people that were like the uh, the guy who was our like our contact for the arena. Yep, the guy with the sweet ponytail. Yeah, he was all over the place. Dude knew his stuff, and they're just cool dudes. And that's that helps so much when people aren't giving you attitude or you know yeah. attitudes. I get I get more attitude in one hour at my normal job. 
than I got the entire time we were there. Everybody was just so cool and chill. Yeah. It's like, yo, we're going to figure this out. Exactly. Um, <laughs> we just kept going. And, and that's the way we had to be. Yeah. Um, and that, like I said, the show was going to go on. Because I said, if we shut down, they going to shut down. Yeah. And so it was like, it didn't matter how stressed we got. We had to be almost like the front, like the key people. Like I felt that oh, you and Matt- I were brought in as almost leaders. Yeah. And if you, if we and I would have shown weakness, like, dude, I just can't do this anymore. I'm done. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I had some times in the locker room where maybe a certain person caught me off guard. Sorry, Tim. But, you know. You barked at somebody? <laughs> you get them? It was, it was just one of those things where everybody kept asking me, what are we doing next? What oh, are we yeah. doing now? Oh, yeah. What are we doing? And it was just like over and over and over. And then Tim comes around the corner and he says like a joke. Because, you know, we were joking around all weekend. Yeah. So he said one thing and I literally gave him the... Like, I gave him the death stare that if you just, like, really? <laughs> and he's like, I'm just going to leave you alone. Yeah. He got it. They all got it. Like, yeah. you know, like everybody, um, guys like Rocco, trying to be helpful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, trying Rocco's to lend a head. Uh, but it almost became kind of a problem because I'm like, listen, I don't know what we're doing next. Don't ask me about the next two games. We're still making it up on the fly. Rocco, Rocco said, I got three midgets and a donkey. What you want me to do? And I was like, dude, you can do whatever you want. He kept coming back with more and more, more stuff. costumes. He's like, I got this. I got that. I got some rollerblades. He told, he told like, me he had a jackass and a honeycomb, <laughs> and I didn't know what that meant. I was like, all um, right, Rocco, you got it, dude. But yeah, guys like that were great. Guys that were like, listen, you know, Tim for another one, Biscuit was great. Chad did an awesome job. Anytime we needed help as a filler, because... Like, literally, when you're going through it, and the first sign of trouble for the first of, like, for the actual, because I don't count the mascot mingle as a thing. Like, that's, a, that's an event. That's more of a, yeah. it's a mingle. Literally, it was just goofing around. But the next day was more structured, and I knew we were in trouble when I go up. I'm like, I see, look up, and we're, like, going into, like, our first intermission, and I see uh, the dancers up there, and they're still sitting there. And I, like, get the, I get the, the instructor's attention. I get Wendy's attention. Um, it was Wendy, right? Yeah. Um, I get her attention. And I'm like, "Hey, uh, can uh, you guys ready?" She's like, comes down and she's like, uh, "Like in 20 minutes," and because she was going based on a time she had of a like a a run through. Yeah, she had a little bit more information than what we had. But it wasn't. It was it, yeah. She had a di- I, I don't know if it was more information. She had different information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were going off of actual show plan and we were already through the first event and we had already done the dance yeah the intros uh-huh. and then the two runs of that obstacle course and it was uh me willing off one guy yeah and then is that I when we lost him i i, I remember yeah, we lost right at the, the obstacle, so course, obstacle course is when we lost the fox and i was just like i gotta go matt good luck <laughs> i had to get that dude off the floor Can we man. talk about that real quick yeah, yeah so yeah. i i i was heartbroken for the guy like I once I realized yeah. what was going on because I was able to. Luckily, it happened. It looked like behind the scenes because he did. was behind the obstacle between the back end of the obstacle where the fans nobody mm-hmm. can see him. Yeah. So we we're able to talk to him back there. The fans blowing pretty hard, but we're was like, dude, are you all right? Because yeah, and he, he didn't. He, he was just he, laying there. I'm like, yeah, Uh-oh. he was not moving. But luckily, we had those carts still left on the floor. Yes. From the and the mascots were helping cart them off, which yep. kind of looked cool. Yep. Until so they got to like, the end, you're like, you just got to get up, dude. No, we we picked him. No, we picked him up. That did home. you? Yeah, we rolled him all the way to where uh, that main door entrance was, and then I had to run and find the EMT. Yeah, but Harvey Harvey ate it pretty bad, I guess. Um, I didn't know what had happened until they kind of explained to me, and I'm still not a hundred percent sure what happened. Yeah. Um, 
But I will say, and this is a future, like anything I say negative during this podcast, I hope to have a, a solution. Yes. Unfortunately, the arena that we did that in doesn't have a football team, doesn't have an indoor sport that requires a grass turf. Mm. That hard concrete, we learned pretty quickly. It, it hurts. It gets slippery quick. Mm-hmm. And which we found out that uh, Breadhead loved so much that he ripped his leg open <laughs> sliding on it. Breadhead. Um, so, yeah. So in Orlando, when they do the mascot games, they do it on the football turf, which is cushioned. Mm, it's, yeah. it's spongy. And concrete's not spongy, which Harvey found out the hard way. As soon as he that flipped over and bones, bones going into that concrete um, yeah. don't do very well. So, yeah, I think, you know, the next venue, they should look at maybe something has a turf, something, yeah. um, or even like padded. It could be like the like the wrestling mat kind of padded stuff, like a gym. I don't know. Maybe you can get the gym floor. I don't know if they have stuff like that in Canada, like we do in the U.S., where we've got those big rolled up those uh, blue mats and stuff. Mats you can just throw they out roll there, out yeah. there. Um, but that'll protect the guys. I also found that being on that hard concrete for three straight days... My ankles and my knees were dogging it. Yeah. I was sore. I felt I remembered where I had my surgery and I remember where I had the other injury in my like I could feel it. Thank God we had pain be gone. Oh <laughs> yes. Ah. When you need to rub something on yourself, the smell's straightly uh slightly strange. Yeah. Get you some pain be gone. I hate that stuff. That stuff works for me, man. Yeah, it don't I, work if you put it in the wrong I got, places. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shall you tell the story, John? Nah, I don't want to tell a story. Can no I more. tell the story? If you want to. So uh, I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> if you didn't listen to the last podcast, um, which we actually had a ton of people listen to it. We, we kind of uh, teased it a little bit. But um, yeah, John found out. Like, So you rub that stuff. And I've done this, too, with different like Tiger Balm and there's other. Icy Hot. Yeah, that stuff. Like At first, you feel it and you don't. It's, it's not. It's normal. But yeah. then it starts to have that feeling of it starts to burn a little bit. Oh. So you forgot it's been on your hands. Yeah. And then men go to the bathroom <laughs> and touch body parts to tinkle. Yeah. And everything's fine and dandy and for about 30 seconds or so. And then you realize. My choo-choo was on fire. You done messed up. Choo-choo. <laughs> 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 it was it was okay it was one of those moments where <laughs> i was in the bathroom the best part behind the door is like no i messed up <laughs> the fact that you just said i messed up Dude, and i'm like I, I i honestly thought i was gonna have to get something like treatment in the hospital like because it kept getting number and number how do you what, how do you when they say what are the symptoms dude my, how do you I tell a nurse that with a straight my, face I can't, I can't feel my choo-choo <laughs> Yeah, man, it was bad though, but a good product though. It did its job. Great laugh. Yeah, made my night. I'm glad. I'm glad. A a night, a night that was just just tough and rough. Like I said, it's the performers. I'm sure were in worse shape um, after each event, just because it's tiring. But you know, we're beat up because we're we're having to be on. That's the one thing I told the mascot guys. You know, at least you guys can be like. Not having a smile and put on like the, yeah, the happy face. Your whole face time. can be your frown, and you just be like just getting through. And you can have your eyes shut. Like I had to be on, on. Same with you when you're out in front of people, you're on. Because if they see that you're like something astray, they're like something ain't right. So, <laughs> so you got to put on the whole time that you know everything's going great. Um, and behind the scenes, things were were shaky. They were, were uh, and I don't think it was. 
I think <laughs> because we didn't know what was going on a lot, we were literally making it up on the fly, making up rules to games. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't know how bad it was because you don't know that things are going bad because, and that's what like we've always said, like in TV and like live TV, if you overproduce, um, and same with like skits and things. I've, we've talked about in the podcast overproducing skits. If you are so entrenched on every little element is planned, as soon as one element fails or doesn't work right, it'll cause a ripple effect, exactly. and that can be a bad thing. The good news is when you underproduce something, you have no expectations. You do whatever you want. And we literally, and I think when we went out Sunday, because in my head, I didn't think we were doing Sunday. But yeah. once uh, Saturday night, we agree, and we went agreed, everybody agreed that we were green lighting it, and we went. It was like, you know what? Everything's out the window. <laughs> Every We are yeah. literally going to do something. We're going to make magic. It's like, guys, it's have fun. You know what? It's like, you know, and, it, and that's where that's we it. actually, we created some things that were pretty cool. We were able to have all the fans come down to the bench. Take the fact that that glass was up, which was a big problem. Yeah. Um, 2020, we look at going into a venue where the glass isn't going to be there because anytime you have an obstacle that separates you from fans, that's a problem. So, like I said, yeah, not not OMG's problem or fault. It just it is what it is. OMG's. We learned from it. So there's like a whole grocery list almost like start writing. Yeah. How do we make it better? I think the mascots that were invited were great. We need more. Oh, for sure. We need about 10 more guys or girls. Um, and, you know, from that, you also need some names. You need some draws. I, I love Biscuit. Biscuit might be a draw in Podunk, Texas, <laughs> but Biscuit's not going to be a draw in somewhere like, which we learned. I didn't know anything about that area. I kind of figured since they make most of the mascots in Canada, I thought Canadians like Doug mascots. Yeah. We learned from talking to people out in the streets, from going to these appearances and things we were doing, because you and I tagged along to most of the appearances once mm-hmm. we land, that the locals had no idea really anything about mascots. Yeah, or what was going on. Or each character. Like, they would see a character they had no idea. That was their home team mascot. Yeah. And the only mascot that anybody recognized was Sniper. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there. so there's that. Um. But, you know, 2020, move it. Verdon was a shit town. You know, everybody that had said anything afterwards was like, Vernon doesn't support events, doesn't yeah, support Vernon those kind of things. doesn't do anything. I saw, fan, you know, the, I saw very few families out and about at things we were doing. It seemed to be mostly older people yep. or singles. Those people don't go to events, especially not mascot events. Yep. Um, like Jacksonville would probably not support a mascot games just because the type of fan base we have here. We have tons of great mascots, but I just don't think it's the family type events. And if we did a mascot games, it would almost have to tie in with what's already going on. Yeah. So like you're at the Suns, the Suns game. Wow. You're, you're at the Jumbo, Jumbo Shrimps Shrimp. game, and then it just happens like, oh, mascot tournament's going down during you know whatever intermission halftime. Yeah. And you just do stuff throughout the Jumbo Shrimp game, or or it have to be like during the like a fair or something or there's where a car people show. Are, yeah. Or, there's already somebody there, and it would yeah. have to be. I don't think we could sell unless it was like at UNF Arena, which holds five thousand roughly. Um, lower bowls, you know, probably two thousand. Uh huh. Because you want that intimacy, you want people close by. That's one of the things that Orlando gets away with, is they put the people up in the stands around, but they're so far away 
that the the unless you're on the first couple rows, the mascots really don't get to really interact with them. But yeah. they have jumbotrons. They have a full camera crew they and everything. A whole team. Vernon had that little screen, which we found out it's not even a TV screen. It's like it's basically an etch a sketch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a whiteboard. That was funny though. That was funny. They keep calling back um, to that. Oh, though. Like, let's take a look at that replay. It's the replay. Let's go, guys. Um, oh, okay. And there's a lot of good jokes and things that came out of what we were doing. We yeah. had fun. I hope. I hope the people that were there, and that's what I keep telling myself. Yes. Not a lot of people came, but I think the people that did come that gave us a shot had fun. Yeah, it seemed like the kids were having a great time. They yeah, were screaming and they were cheering, and you know, got them out to do a little impromptu dance off. Some people cheering for mascots we didn't think they were going to cheer for. That like, blew me away. All right, well, there are mascots like. Can we talk about Parka? Yeah, can we talk it. about Parka? You know what? It's Parka. We got to talk about Parka. Gather round, boys and girls. It's now time for Matt's momentary mascot crush. Confessions. You done? (laughs) (laughs) No, so my momentary mascot crush is Parker from uh, Parks Canada. I almost wish she was in the locker room with us more. Yes. So we can get She was a smart ass, and I appreciated that. Yeah, yeah. And she was kind of a ginger, which was even funnier. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Are gingers a thing in Canada? I guess maybe. Yes, having her in there, having Corey, having the two, the, I, I feel weird calling the only two female performers the Beavers because that just comes off. Like, yeah, it's not. It, that's, yeah. I can't, if I would say that in public without any like people understanding what was going on, yeah. if you're listening to this podcast, odds are you're aware of what we do as mascots and we're characters. But like, oh, that's the Beaver locker oh, room. Oh yeah, that's the Beaver room over there. I can understand where that could cause trouble. Anyway, so um, Parka. I had no idea. Multiple characters um, throughout Canada. I did some research on it. Um, Park has got her own theme songs. Yep. Have you seen the TV shows? I have not. They're I like, saw a small clip of They're one, like minute, two minute long animations. Cutest damn voice ever. <laughs> like the voice alone. I, yeah. I, played, I played it for some people at work. What they've done for Parka as far as the number of animations and the that's all educational. Kind of what they need to do for DJ. That is exactly what I saw. I saw that. And I'm like, that is what I need to do for DJ. Because it's like, and it's like, I was calling the shots as a director, as a as a person who produces videos. Like, I'm watching the one. And so Parka's out whale watching. And, okay. and, and she's talking about, you know, the whales and why they do it and everything. And then you see binoculars. And I said, oh, they're going to do binocular vision, binocular vision. <laughs> Binoculars go up, and then you see the two cut circle cutouts on the screen of the whales. Of oh, like, and it's nice. just re- it's real whale video. So oh, they had the okay. animation, but real footage behind Parka, which is, like I said, it's, it's genius work. It looks great. <laughs> it looks great. It's, inf- it's very informative. I learned yeah. a lot by watching a lot of these videos. The songs... <laughs> The Parka theme song, dude. It's Parka, and that thing almost didn't get played. John, it almost what didn't happened get played. With that? So everybody got to pick their own lip sync song, and she came up and she said, "Oh, I have my own song. That's a uh, this is my mascot song, Parka." But apparently, Parka has multiple songs. The website does, in fact, show <laughs> lots of uh, media. Yeah, and the one she picked out, she said it was more upbeat, and you know, and. We weren't really feeling it. I was kind of like, uh, it's okay. It's it's not that great. But then I was like, okay, let me hear the Parker theme song. Because she's like, no, it's too cheesy. 
That's like, no, let me hear it. Let me hear it. <laughs> Does she not know where we were? And uh, exactly. And she played it for us. And me and the DJ looked at each other at the same time and we're like, oh, you're doing it. And it was like instant. And she's like, fine. And she goes back downstairs. But then when it came to showtime and the Parker song came on and she brought out her backup dancers with her, it was great, dude. People were singing the words to it and chiming in. It, it was good. Had its own dance. Yeah, dude. They're doing the do the pocket dance. And, it was it, like- <laughs> and it's funny. And and that's why Parka won. We gave her after the event was over. A lot of the ma- we we put all the mascots together. That's something we should have did every time. Just that camaraderie, everybody get together. Yeah. Um but that's why Parka won because Parka was not the hometown favorite. No, not at all. Um in fact, I would dare say that Parka is kind of like what we would consider like McGruff the crime dog here. Like, okay. you're aware of it. You know of it. but You've seen yeah. it before. You're like, you know, the Smokey the Bear. Mm-hmm. But you don't think a whole lot. You're like, okay, it's just some some poor sap got the, the short straw and got stuck in the costume. You're right. But she was cracking me up from day one. Um, and definitely... I think it was the way the crowd was reacting, especially the last day <laughs> where everybody was yelling Parka, like the crowd. Yeah. And I knew most of those people because a lot of them were there um, for the first set of games the uh-huh. day before. And they were family members of other characters. They were not Team Parka there as a, um, not like the Tiger parents who are cheering for the Tiger. Yeah. Um, tiger and just the Tiger. Yeah. Th- this was a case of. These were family members of the other characters, but they were all chanting for Parka. Yeah. And I'm like, Parka's doing something special. Parka has won the crowd, and that's what really got my attention when we were trying to figure out, because when we kind of met, and I met with some of the other vets and guys, like, there. L- let me just say this. There wasn't a snowball chance in hell I was going to allow that ring to come to the United States. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, dude, I am not trying to start like some international <laughs> problem. Look, U.S. and Canadians have a great relationship. Yeah, and the t- two Americans going to come in and just yeah. give the ring two to... Two Americans, uh, and even Tim was one of our... Biscuit was um, you know, kind of our third... I don't. He's not a third wheel. Um, but he, he, he was our partner in crime. Yes, he was, a com- he was a guy we can go to and be like, hey, help us in the locker room, help us do this. Do th-. He, was, he was a veteran. He had been doing a long time. Yeah. Same with Chad. I'd pull Chad every once in a while and be like, hey, um, you know, what can you do for me? You know, get Nugget involved. Because um, these are guys that I, I've been following for quite uh-huh. some time. So I know their background. I know I can ex- what to expect from them. And they also would shoot me straight. Like, who do you think? And we, you know, we were it's like, what about, you know, what about Parka? What about, you know, she's, and they're like, yeah. You know, nobody had anything negative to say. Yeah. And also, it's, a, you know, can, how much more Canadian can you get? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, she had cowboy boots on, too. The one that's one point was cracking. Oh, yeah. But, uh, she wrote. And then she, she, she was such a little person and a little character sure. but she gave big expressions like mm-hmm. everything she did was like a little bit over the top all her dance moves and everything and that costume's not great it's yeah it's not perfor- the, it looks good as a as a standalone character like yeah. a, a disney type character but she pulled off that dance routine no problem <laughs> in that suit by the way i got that uh i call it it's called an earworm when you get a song stuck in your head Oh yeah. So I got that themes that Parka song. I got a couple people from work. I got I gave them the earworm. Oh man. Because I had to show them. I was like, I want DJ to have a song. I want DJ to have all this stuff. I can't sing. 
So don't expect me. I can write can a uh, song. Auto-tune something. <laughs> hey, guys, it's me, Matt Began. <laughs> I just do a remake of uh, that Old Town Road or whatever. Oh, gosh. But, don't uh, do that. No, so that's my momentary mascot crush basically was Parka. Team, I'll just got all a team Parka. Uh, all the ladies involved with that group were just awesome people. Oh, yeah, super nice. So Canadian. Like, whatever you need, let us know. Exactly. The one girl threw you off because I, I she threw me off too with the arm. It looked like she was tatted up, and yeah, I'm like, yeah, it looked like she had a sleeve, and I kept like trying to look at her, but not. I didn't want to be like creepy, like I was staring at her. Some and people I, just don't look right with tattoos. Yeah, and she was one of she's them. She's one of those people. I was like, dude, it, her, I was like, you, you yeah, because I didn't see her much. I think she was upstairs because they had a booth, mm-hmm. and I don't think she was down with us much the first night. Um, so I didn't get to really chat. There was only a couple of them I actually got to chit chat with. And, uh, yeah, like I said, they, 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 they were from out of town also. Uh, they stay, they were staying at our hotel. Um, we didn't get a chance to go. I kind of wanted to get a bunch of them. The, the locals, if, I say locals, I guess Canadian would be yeah, the, 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 the local, but yeah. just a lot of them, we didn't get a chance to actually go out with or hang, and just yeah, talk because a little bit locker rooms or in the, the heat of the moment of working the games and everything. And you and I almost become like supervisors and bosses. I just want to get out there and have a beer with someone. This talk shop you know what got them into mascotting that's i'm i'm intrigued why is why would somebody put on a costume you know willingly what you know they have a drama yeah. background do they want to do this for a living um that kind of stuff that's like i said i'm, I'm a mascot nerd at, at heart i just I'm, I'm curious to find out like because my backstory of how i started mascotting strange you were there yeah um so i like to hear those kind of stories um but yeah so my momentary mascot crush, Parka from Parks Canada. <laughs> I had fun. No, nah, I had a good time. It was, uh... Like I said, it was a learning experience from the moment we landed, and it was one door <laughs> coming off the plane. They're like, everybody go through that one door <laughs> in the airport. Yeah, you got, like, you got where one way the in. Hell, are we? And one way out. Uh, and it was like, and that's funny because so that was Kelowna. Yeah, and Kelowna. Is forty minutes outside of Vernon. Kelowna is the city, and we did this in the small town. So yeah. I think twenty twenty, it's coming back towards Kelowna. Oh, for sure. I don't think Vernon. Vernon has lost us. Vernon done done because uh, even that ruined that, it. Where the poutine place was, that was Kelowna. That's too. Kelowna. See, that was a good crowd of people. <laughs> I have never been so nervous. Yeah. For something in my life. You could see it on his face I, that he tried everything he could to get out of it. I, I was nervous. I was, was I was like, getting sick to my stomach. Can't do it. Um it, and it took me back to my old like stand up comedy days. Yeah. Where I knew I was going in unprepared. Yeah, it was I, great though. Because this was something that I could and I was in my back of my mind, that's why I did what I did. In the back of my mind I'm going, how do I gracefully get out of this without one puking on everybody, <laughs> two looking like a buffoon. Because that's something yeah. I, I I will in a costume do the whole fall down. Oh, I'm a big dummy, Chris Farley thing. But as me, I have a hard time doing that. Um, so I'm trying to think: of, Do I fall through the table? Do I like get gravy all over? I was expecting a mascot to dump something on me. I was really in the back of my mind going, "This is gonna get ugly." Because all these people were drinking. <laughs> <laughs> and they were the wrong crowd for let's see how funny funny boy can be because oh, they yeah. would eat my ass alive um just judging i mean that big dude with the ponytail that ate all the poutine in 57 seconds and that's like u.s time 57 i don't know what the canadian <laughs> time was um 
that dude wolfed it down, and he was like one of the first ones in the first group. And I'm like, that's what really got me going. I'm like, I can't eat you that. You can't, yeah, dude. I can't even. I can't even McDonald's small fries in that fast, dude. And I saw what I saw the size of the thing, and I saw everybody struggling. I'm like, oh, I'm like John. I I think I came to you two or three times. Like, yeah. John, how do I get out of this? You and know, it's too late. And then they had <laughs> asked me a couple more times, do we need to find you a replacement? And I'm like, shit. I get I, no. I'll do it. I'll I'll come up yeah. with something. And I came up with something. Yeah, you did. I uh, I hammed it up. I didn't eat a whole lot, but I thought my tactic of slowly putting on the apron mm-hmm. as a as a um, as a bib that was nice. And then picking up the poutine by my every us is like just head first into it. And I picked it up and one by one I was like eating fries. I was taking yeah. bites of each one too, and like go, hmm, this isn't bad. Like just because <laughs> I was almost at that point playing. I was playing the part of the American. Yeah, it was they were it was well known that we were Americans at that point. Ah, uh, now nah, I just thought of a good American song. And they, um, <laughs> it, like, it, it, so the American song. So it's one thing because Americans in general have that attitude. Like, there's that everybody thinks that we you know we're like, oh, oh, you guys only care about yourselves. Um, we're America. It, 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 we are. You know, like every ounce of me America. just wanted to grab. Everything and just started kicking ass. But. This was in my head. Like, I'm playing this in my head, going, I can do this. Yeah. I'm going to do this for America, for my country. And then I realized, um, I can't. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to puke. My stomach was rolling. We ate lunch like the hour before that. I fell asleep in the car, and I don't do well when I fall asleep for a little bit of time and then wake back up. Yeah, my stomach's flutters for some weird reason. I think I was still overly tired because we had already we had just done a mascot games like right before that. So like emotionally, yeah, everybody was tired, drained. And was I was this. emotionally drained. Um, I was just physically starting to like wind down, and so we got to go on there. It's like okay, one more one more show there, dancing monkey. Um, and it I made the best of it. Was it. Good though, it, it all made, worked made out. TV again. <laughs> yep, Matt somehow ended up on the Canadian hey, news one more time. I have gotten to the point where if you turn a camera on, I'm going to give you the sound bite. Hey I've, I've been doing this TV thing long enough to know what makes a good sound bite, what your time is, and you say something that is nobody else is going to say. And I said, I came all the way from Jacksonville, Florida for this. <laughs> Not true, exactly. <laughs> kind of true. Um, oh, man. And saying that Americans, don't, we don't eat poutine like this. So this yeah. was, it was a struggle. And I got a trophy. I don't even know what poutine is. My kids adore that trophy they oh, think really? that is the coolest <laughs> listen i've got national tv awards on that same mantle my kids couldn't give a shit about it you put it up there with the rest of your it awards? is next to the Dude. it is next to my uh to my tellies all right matt's gonna take a photo when he it gets is home. next to my tellies and my kids think that thing is the coolest trophy that's ever. too funny man um, there's some good trophies though it's a funny trophy and then i got yeah. the little plaque yeah. i got the um the license plate uh, license plate was pretty cool. So yeah, um, had fun with that event, but that's another one of those where I think we had too much planned. Yeah, there was never any downtime for the guys. You right? Um, it should have been, and, and this is just going off of um the celebrity mascot games that Orlando does. Okay. Once they do the games, it's done each day. If they do any early, some guys have to get a butt crack of dawn because the first games is usually on a Friday and then they do a Saturday. In the past, it was a Thursday morning kids thing and then a Friday afternoon and a Saturday afternoon. 
some of the mascots, we had teams, and I was on one team that had to go do that Thursday night before the big event. We had to go to one of the uh, TV stations. So we were in there during sports or you know weather, and we're all wacky on air and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, real easy. Um, it was like a 30-minute drive from where we were to the uh, TV station. Knocked that out. Well, the other guys get to go out and drink and do their, you know, they're let yeah. loose on the town. The, the, the veterans. Yeah. But some of those guys, because some of them are requested because of their big name characters, so they're up in the morning to do the TV stuff because that's that's a better audience. Those are the moms and kids waking up in the morning watching news, going, "Oh, that's today. I want to go do that." So they yeah. have, and that's the kind of marketing that goes on. But once they perform during the games, you're done. Suits are drying for the day. Um, you go back and shower, go back and do whatever, and then they you know give you a couple hours back at the hotel, and then they put you back on the bus. Take you downtown or for in Orlando, and you're eating for free and doing whatever. Like did, every meal was provided, whether it was in the hotel, by the hotel itself. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Lunch had catered, like craft service or whatever they call it, like Ooh, a movie set. Yeah. Like all catered, like a big table of everything. Um, and then dinner was at a a sponsored place, but you ate and drank there, and you're only required to be there for like the first half hour, forty five minutes to eat. Because that was kind of the give back, but there was no costumes involved. Okay. So and you're just kind of hanging out. You're hanging out there. there. And then almost like after um, a certain amount of time, they kind of like, because you have mascot moms and dads there. You have guys that are, their jobs are just to basically wrangle us. Um, they have a team of, there's a couple older women that sewed suits, did our laundry. You hand them like a, these mesh bags with their stuff yeah. in them, and they would wash your clothes and fold them for you. And they'd leave them on the table in their room. They had like a suite. So they had a table, and then you just knew where your clothes were, and you grab them. Super awesome. And they'd That's be up all night crazy. doing stuff. I mean, they treated us like royalty. They treated us like we were professional athletes, yeah, which when like, you meet all of the people, it's like, Some really? real celebrities. Um, and, you're, like, and then, you know, the last day, they're taken to Universal. That was the one thing for this games I think would have made a world of difference, for especially morale of the performers. Not just you and I, uh-huh. but everybody. That, like... Maybe there wasn't a Sunday game. Maybe that day is reserved for Kangaroo Farm. Going to do something <laughs> fun as a group Damn, where kangaroo. there is no performance Yeah, involved. you're not worrying about working. You're not trying to entertain. You're it's just... almost like the big thank you. Like like I said, uh, everybody goes to Universal Studios. Um, completely paid for at um, on that last day. Yeah. And I usually would drive there because I'd leave from there to head home. You know, the two and a half hour drive. Um, but Orlando has that benefit. Mm-hmm. Orlando has a hell of a lot more people in this town also. So that was kind of the learning curve. You know, you're going from one extreme to another. I guess I would equate it to be like playing in the major league baseball. And, getting, okay. and then this was like a minor league thing where it just was a different where you're carrying your own bags. It's, it, was just a, it was a learning curve. Um, like I said, not bashing it. Not saying, God, I wish I wouldn't have done it, but I know of ways that the next time around we can make it better. A lot better. Um, more guys. Uh, cold beer in the locker room. <laughs> Us on the board committee a lot sooner. Yeah, we need to have a, have a board. We're having a board meeting. Yeah, every month we have a different meeting. A, a meeting, you know, like a go go to meeting or one of those things. Um, speaking of beer, yo, we had. The, I, I figured out when I, I came home and told my wife, I think I only drank coffee and beer while I was there. And maybe a little bit of water. Dude, yeah. I think there's a little bit I of was, water. Man, 
my my pee was bright orange. <laughs> that told me I was dehydrated and I had not been drinking enough water. Oh man, the beer was was awesome. Yeah, they had a lot of that's. I hated thing. the fact that I was at a Don Cherry's because Don Cherry's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, um, that place was pretty cool. And then we had Winnie Cooper who came yeah, waiting on us at the Vernon Lodge. Um, right, the, beautiful place. Beautiful I would stay there if British if, Columbia. if my uh, my wife and I ever came back to that area. I like, ain't going back to that area because you know why? Why that playing with the propellers? Still freaking me out. Really? <laughs> dude, I, dude never been I've on never been on like a propeller plane like that because it'd be like, and then all of a sudden they'll stop. Like, wait a minute. Why do they stop? Why why, why do the propellers stop? But then they're just kind of just floating yeah. or whatever. Nah, dude, that was just, mm. See, like that it. doesn't bother me. I've been on those type of planes. That's usually how I fly. Oh, see, nah. It, it was, oof. Because that little, because for leaving Jacksonville to go to a bigger airport, you're on one of those. Yeah, dude. I don't and then. Hitting Philadelphia or one of the airports to go back to where and I lived in New York. I don't like looking out the window. I love it. Matt loves looking out the window. So every couple of a seconds, I see out of the corner of my eye, which I don't turn completely and look, I can see Matt's big head just staring out the window. And I was like, if you just don't close that one. And then there was one point where he went to sleep and left the window open. And I wanted so bad just to just shut it. See, I didn't know that was bothering you. If you would have said, I was, dude, it, was, I, it was freaking me out so bad. I needed to see that because I'm intrigued. <laughs> I like I like being able to like when we were leaving Seattle. Yeah, I was able to see the Space Needle. I was able to see. Uh, nah, I don't care about any of where that. The sea, where the Seahawks <laughs> play? Nah, brother. Um, yeah, I got to see a lot of cool things from the air. I got to see a lot of the mountains with the snow on them and everything. I was looking for a moose the whole time. Didn't see a moose. I was just trying to figure I out. I didn't see near one moose. You ain't going to see no moose. But I was didn't trying to figure beavers. out if the plane crashed on the mountain. No kangaroos. And if I jumped out of the plane, could I run down the mountain with enough force that I don't kill myself? No. You would like, snowball like, and then at the end you'd be covered. <laughs> like your your hands would stick out your feet and then your head. I'd be a giant ball. It's like one of those old like Looney Tune uh, cartoons yeah. or something. Yeah. No, I look down and go. If we were to like, if we were to like lose altitude at this height, would I be killed instantly or would I be messed up for life? <laughs> like that's what goes on in my head. Like we're yeah, flying. Like no. how much higher do we got to go before I'm dead or mangled? So um, I just figured if we get low enough, I can jump out and the you plane. can't. You're stuck in a plane, man. The seatbelt uh, lights on. An the seatbelt light was on. That don't mean nothing. <laughs> there was one plane that I was pretty impressed with the the air the, uh, was the Alaska the, one? the one from. But there was Orlando. one like when somebody went to the bathroom and a little light came on above your head to let you know when the bathroom was empty. I was like, that's a nice feature. I didn't get up to use the bathroom, but the Orlando, you know. not the Orlando. The or I my favorite plane was the Air Alaska from Orlando to Seattle. Okay, that one had the Wi-Fi, had the movie access on the app. Oh, uh, they had tablets that were the providing legs, for people. The leg room was better, um, even though we were still star- sardine canned in that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the airplane that we went from Edmonton to Toronto. That's the biggest damn airplane I've ever been Dude, on. I've I was never trying to been, explain that to people. I've like, never been on with two rows. It's huge. It was, it was like massive. 50 plus seats, like rows. That thing held seats, over 300 like, people. That thing was packed. And we're in the back. So, of course, it's like a half hour to get back. off the damn thing. And we had the, a couple of the old farts fidgeting the whole time. Like, listen, yeah. get in, put your stuff away, sit your ass down. Okay, so I ain't trying to be racist. I would say it, old white people say it. But I had to do with the turban sitting next to me. And I can tell that You got mad at me when I said I ain't never <laughs> been on a plane with um with a guy from Aladdin before. Because he looked like Jafar. Yeah, I don't mess with them people, dude. 
But because I could tell, like, there was an old dude, old white dude, an old white lady looking at him like weird. They were giving him that eye, like, is he gonna do something? Yeah, I was like, I said, leave that dude alone. That, he had that, he had that, um, that cobra staff with <laughs> eyes, and he was gonna make me like do things. But he took that hat off, and I was like, what's inside that hat? Like, I was, I was just curious. Candy. But then he sat a little bit closer to me because he didn't go back to the right seat, couldn't find a seat for a second. He was cool. And and yeah, he was there fine. Was, there dude. must have been. We didn't I, have any problem. I would guess there was a some kind of religious convention that they were coming back from because he was next. I mean, it was almost like a joke. Like I saw a priest because I saw the white collar thing that uh-huh. was with him, and that guy, and then a guy that I have to assume was maybe a rabbi. So like they were together at first, but their seats were different. But I saw him at the airport all together because yeah. that guy stuck out like a like a, a sore thumb. Oh yeah, for sure. Because he had the big robe. The dick- he had, the, the uh, he had the the like the, not a gold chain, but had like all the colors on it and everything. He had, and he a, had a little walking staff. stick. Yeah, yeah, he had a like, little staff. Had a, had, a, had the uh, cobra at yeah, the end of it. It's not a cobra on it. He's like, bring me the lamb. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna go see oh, the new Aladdin movie? I can't wait to go see it. You gonna go see the new Aladdin movie? Yeah, dude, I'm going for. We it. should go. Yeah, I still gotta see Pikachu. Will Smith, man's Beyonce. <laughs> really? Is that <laughs> yeah. what it is? Yeah. Um. Hey, before we go, because we're running cl- uh, short on time, I didn't expect us to basically talk about dude i can Oaken. talk for another hour about canada i left out a lot <laughs> do you want to let's just keep no, going we, man, no, we, we got stuff to talk about we'll right. we'll, we'll bring we up come some back? current facts and uh then maybe we'll come back to it yeah i mean we can't yeah, all right so I, I sent you this today and i posted on the um has anybody posted there or say anything about it on the facebook uh nope um let's just uh let me answer the one question we got one topic um, that I wanted to throw out there, and I'm looking at it right now to try to tell you the right answer. So I put out there, you know, any mascot questions or topics, and our good friend uh, Michael Sebastian posted, professional teams who may never have a mascot. I'm going to call it like this, New York Yankees. That's the only team I can think of that will never have an official mascot because they had one. They had Dandy, which I thought was okay. Yeah. Back in the day, back when everybody was kind of starting to get on the mascot bandwagon. But I think... Just like if Boston and already have one, the Red Sox and Art, they, they would never have one. I think their fan bases are just the old timey arrogance that they would never want one nor accept one. Okay. And I think they have such strong fan bases in general that they don't need quote unquote new young fans. They're building them because my grandfather always liked the team, so I always like them. My kids are gonna like them. My grandkids are everybody's gonna like them. Gonna like them yeah. And a mascot is is a character that kind of helps bring in the younger fan base. And I just don't think I never cons- considered New York Yankee baseball as being a fun atmosphere. I've, I've I've never been to one of their games. Yeah, but I can only imagine as the most contentious. Just it's a ticking time bomb. It's like roid rage at any moment. They're all hardcore fans. They dude. are, man. Um, and that's why they don't need a mascot. They don't deserve a mascot because no matter what they got, um. I mean, Gritty wouldn't have survived there, and that's saying a lot because he came from Philadelphia. Yeah, born and, and raised. And Philadelphia. <laughs> Every time it happens. Every time. Um, so speaking of Philadelphia and mascots, um, so the Rita's Italian Ice mascot, which somebody, we had one here in Jacksonville, got stolen. Um, <laughs> did you ever hear that story? Uh, no. The Rita's over on Beach actually had a missing Have You Seen Me poster because it's an inflatable costume, and they left it out as a, they actually inflated it and put it out in front of the store as more of a like the wacky waving thing. Oh. And somebody just straight grabbed it and walked away with it. Um, I don't know if they ever got it back, but so it's an inflatable oh, costume. Definitely not. Um, and kind of like the uh, the banana in Tampa. Um, 
So somebody decided it would be a good idea because they are all franchises. They're not all owned by the one company, you know, so yeah. kind of like McDonald's and everything. Um, they still have to abide by certain rules. So whoever was in the Rita's costume decided it would be okay and a good thing to show up to the uh, anti-abortion rally and hold a sign that says, stop trying to ban abortion. Um, First of all, you know and I know that perception is like, like how we know that somebody just to give him that sign and then they snapped a quick picture. Why was he there? Why was that character That's even That's just good needed? advertising, dude. You got a group of people. They all love ice, dude. They all might be disagreeing on abortions, but guess what they all going to do at the end of this? Going to go get some Rita's. They are not going to get a Rita's, <laughs> especially one of those big red ones. Um, and this is just something that younger performers or... and I'm not even going to call the person who's inside of the, the Rita's costume and quote-unquote performer. They just made a bad decision. It was somebody who had a who probably did have their own agenda or ideas, and thought, you know, okay. There were times where when I was doing Ozzy that I'd want to go to events, and at the mm-hmm. last minute, go wait a minute, this topic or whatever the charity is or whatever it is could be too politicized. I mean, you you done some of the gay pride stuff before with oh, dude, Ozzy. Yeah. Was there any backlash with that or people like a Yo, couple what are you, fans? What are you doing here? But like, UNF is a as a school. Um, Really did a good job with uh, with gay rights with um, the clubs and everything for yeah. the LGBTQ. They get all the W A K B D. They did a good job with that. Yeah. Um, and the group that had me come out were were well respected parts of the UNF like community members and stuff. Um, they weren't just like this offshoot group. Mm-hmm. They were they were inside. They these were people that knew their stuff, um, and they were great, and they they, they treated me great, um, and I returned the okay. favor. But man, you get me in front of on a fl- a parade float <laughs> with music playing the whole time, and it was a three or four mile parade. It about killed me. Yeah. It's in October, and it just it's the perfect environment. You're there with people having a good time. Everybody's already dancing. Everybody's acting or, a fool. Yeah, um, you got the guys that look like bikers. But they're in like two twos and stuff. It's just it's it's a mess and it's a lot of fun. And what better to have a mascot there? Um, I'm there in support, but I've never had a sign that said any either way. You're right. You're I'm right. there on a float supporting a UNF thing, doing your own thing. Um, and I never, I don't think I ever dress. I don't think I ever put like a boa or a feather boa or anything on Ozzy or anything like you know, quote unquote, gay him up or anything. I think I just did my thing. Yeah, um, and it worked. And they paid me too. Let's be honest. I mean, they paid me to be there. <laughs> um, but I think sometimes it's easy to. And this is a remember mascotting kind of is in the comedy world, and it's always been said when you're new to this stuff, stay away from politi- uh, politics and religion. Uh, yeah. Those are two topics you will split your audience in half. So even if you are the bee's knees best mascot your town has ever seen. If you go out there with any type of stance on abortion or um, religious, you're going to cut your audience in half. Even if they like your team, you're going to piss off half of them. Definitely. It's not worth it. Um, just like any people have handed me signs in foreign languages, I won't hold a sign that's in a foreign language. They might tell me what it says, but if I can't tell you what it is, it's like what happened with, um, with Willis when he got in trouble for holding that um, Steve Irwin sign. He yeah. didn't know what it said when he held it. He just, somebody handed him a sign, and he just, without looking, they got a picture before he could see it. 
It happens. You got to know what you're holding because all it takes is something happen like that. And also, people are getting pretty damn good at Photoshop anyway. Most yeah, of the time, you can it, tell it, that the signs are fake. Sign could say anything. Um, but yeah, so this story is kind of crazy because somebody, like I said, it's it's one Rita's with one mascot that showed up, but it represents all of Rita's. It's like having a Chick Fil A cow show up somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it 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 ties what this mascot is doing. The single person who might have been. Um, so this is the abortion rights rally. Um, and I, so it's, I, I, so it's a, it's a rights, it's a, it's a, I will say pro-choice group. There's pro, pro-life, mm-hmm. anti-abortion, pro-choice. I don't want to say pro-abortion. <laughs> this just sounds awful pro-abortion. to say it like that. Um, but they, they did something that's very political. They, they picked a side. Um, and like I said, even if it was the other way around, it's still bad. You just stay out, stay out of that. Um, I don't know what happened to the person. I don't know if they're the owner of this Rita's. I don't know if it's a person. Just it's I mean, there. They posted on social media that they weren't affiliated and blah blah blah. And you know, yeah. I mean, the actual Rita's came out and goes, "Not us, man. You can't." You know, but it is. And unfortunately, yeah. that's why being a mascot is you got you can't hire these you know punk kids or people that just want to play in a costume because something like that is bound to happen. You got to pay people that know what they're doing. Um, And it's okay to train people. It's okay to get people that have just started out, but you got to meet these people and know that they have good intentions. They're not just trying to take the mascot character and uh, promote their own. It's like day one when I did Blizzard. Mm -hmm. Day freaking one. Big shout out to Cody, by the way. Um, Cody's good at finding... um, stuff online yeah he's, he's pretty i don't good. know how the hell he does it um i don't think i want to know i think it has something to do with the dark webs no. <laughs> um <laughs> but he's good at finding these stuff like literally i had just announced or said that you know i'm taking over and our, he, he hadn't heard that i was taking over uh the blizzard duties for the uh jacksonville iceman and he sends me this picture it wasn't on the iceman's page it was on the intern who was doing Blizzard for the daytime appearance. And it literally was an inside of a bathroom stall. Blizzard, the head, is laying on the ground. And you can see the guy from the knees down. And he's got socks pulled up. And on the socks are like, it's a logo. And it's some kind of like, not fist of cuffs or something. To the, it, was, it was a hockey fighting reference on it. But it's a company name. And it was all about shouting out this company name. He's promoting... This company name while using Blizzard's head. And I was like, and I figured out who he was because he also put his own stuff in there. And I kind of worked backwards. And Cody also helped me figure out who the guy was. And I messaged him and said, hey, I'm the new I'm the new Blizzard. This shit ain't flying. This ain't how we're going to do it. This is not, I don't know how it was done before. I'm not asking. I'm not, I'm not asking permission. I'm telling you, pull it down. I'm not going to tell the bosses between me and you. Actually, I'm kind of telling everybody now. So whatever. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to rat you out. But this shit ain't this ain't happening anymore. Yeah, you know, and you got to be firm because you got to protect the, the the character, but you're also protecting the team. Who the hell knows if the team has any affiliation with them? Yeah, and sure. I don't even know what this group really was or what they're about. But that's that taking a character that you do and promoting a side hustle or something through it, and it's just not don't. Like I said, it's just don't do it, guys. Um, but that was the one story. Oh yeah, and then Maine. Quick story. Maine has a uh, band outlawed. Um, Native Americans as mascots. Okay. The whole state said, 
no enough more. enough for through all public schools, and that is like elementary, middle, high, and in college. When we go and ban them cotton pickers, though, dude, that's that's Texas. <laughs> um, <sighs> oh, and let's see, our good friend Jessica um, Simiati, Simiati, I think I'll say. She's asking about convincing local places to have a mascot to get back into using their mascot. All right, so I am a I'm a, I'm a product of that. Adventure Landing had some old crappy suits. Yeah, what you got to do is get access to it somehow, and put it on and show them what it can do for a free event. You almost have to do it for free, and I'm here. I am telling you to do something for free, and that's yeah. not that's not me. Um, but if it's something you believe in, I bought most of Shipwreck's costume. I bought. I went to a pirate costume. Place yeah. online, like, I think the, it was, it was like dr- dress like a pirate dot com, something fancy like something that. Cheesy, yeah. And I got pirate pants, pirate shirt, still have the shirt, and that's what he was. And I got gloves, the big <laughs> leather gloves in a water park, the mm. dumbest. I've done made a lot of dumb decisions. Leather gloves, like arm length leather gloves in a water park, stupid ass decision. I smelled like that leather. They were leather too. Um, and then some cheap shoes or boots or something. I got at like Ross. Um, but you got to almost create something for them. Owners are not going to want to spend money on something they don't understand. Yeah. Only people will spend money on mascots if they come from a mascot. Um, the guy that owns um, the Jacksonville Power Sports here in town, um, he was chum. Before that, he was Jol- he he created Jolt the Jaguar for his company. Okay. He did that because he was Albert the Gator before that. He understood what a mascot can do. He understood the investment part of having a face for a franchise. Unfortunately, not everybody sees that. Adventure Landing didn't have that. They had to see it with their own eyes, see how people react, and they're like, oh, that's cool. Let's go spend a few hundred dollars on Scooter, that ugly-ass bear thing, um, <laughs> after we left. But that's, that's a case of they need help. You almost have to hold their hand through it, and I think that's what you and I are going to get into. Yeah, we're gonna be consultants. Like, listen, you, I'll give you our our email address. My my, it's Matt Began at uh, yahoo.com. Forward that email to whoever and say, just talk to Matt. He'll tell you. He'll set you straight how you need a costume or what you need to do for a costume if you need one. Yeah, not everything needs a mascot. Not your local pizzeria doesn't need a mascot necessarily, but anything that has kids involved or wants to build an audience, a mascot's a, a, an easy, um, an easy and fairly cheap if you do it right. Mm-hmm. investment and it lasts it i'll tell you right now a mascot costume costs a hell of a lot less than it costs to advertise on tv costs right. a hell of a lot less than it costs to advertise on radio that nobody listens to anymore nah so all you gotta do is ask the boss what are you currently spending on your radio promotions what are you currently spending on um mail home fl- um flyers oh yeah that stuff's garbage. that stuff's ridiculously expensive the the company that has filed for bankruptcy twice that i have my mortgage through because my guy sold it off to them Keep sending me these flyers of products that I don't want to buy. Like stuff like, have you thought about having this home warranty thing? <laughs> and I'm like, if you had stopped mailing me that crap and saved some of that money, maybe you guys wouldn't be filing for bankruptcy again. Hey, yo. Um, but anyway, so that's that's um, Jessica. You know, that's a good that's a good point. Um, oh, here's this is from Jennifer Q. I like Jennifer Q. She's a good designer. Um, she wants to know how do teams, schools, event, and product mascots and performers deal with insurance? Um, I don't know. Next question. No, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, so I always have always been under my insurance that I work with. Um, 
most mascots I know, I know when you performed, you were always working under an, another company or working. Yeah. Um, which you kind of have assurance policy that no matter what happens, no matter when, you're still covered. Um, but the mascot's got to be insured. You got to treat your mascot just like a student athlete. So if your student athletes, for, so for schools, he should be part of your student athlete plan or he or she. Um, same with like the cheerleaders. Um, yep. I don't think they sign waivers. The, and at no point should you ever ask your mascot, just like you would not ask your star basketball player, to sign a waiver that says if I get hurt, that it's not school's responsibility. Oh, that yeah. that that's right there is you, a, a, you walk some BS. Out, walk out right away. Um, yeah, if they're asking you to sign a waiver, then don't do it. As much as you want the job, trust me, you don't want the medical bill. If my knee, when I blew my knee in the surgery, we were looking at around twenty-seven thousand dollars for that surgery without insurance. Out of pocket, I was still $1,000 out of it. So it cost me $1,000, and that's with insurance. Mm. In fact, that was with two insurance plans. I found out after the injury that I was insured under the – because I did it playing soccer, but I I knew I heard it actually mascotting it earlier. So it was kind of an injury. It kind of built up over time before it actually completely tore. Um, Yeah, insurance is a tricky one. I would definitely get – if you have an HR, get involved with them, but – if they're put on a costume and representing your group, because not so much, you're not just representing and um, you're insuring the performer, you're insuring the person he might hurt or she might hurt. Mascots do dumb shit. All the they time. drop stuff on people. They trip on. They step on feet. They do stuff. Some and it's a lot. And most of the time, nine times out of ten, it's a complete accident. But you also have to protect your business. So if you have your little pizza place and you have your little bear mascot and he drops a hot pizza in some guy's lap, you're paying for that. Ugh. And you're not it's not just comping a couple pizzas, you're going to be paying for whatever this guy cuz this guy now is going to have lifelong scarring injuries, you know. That's the thing now. Everybody everybody can't just like suck it up and go, "Man, that sucked." They call him pizza balls. It's emotional. Yeah. He needs <laughs> therapy, man. I'm just saying. That cheesy balls, what's going on? <laughs> they call me cheesy balls at work and I, I haven't been the same. I need I need a million dollars. Um, and so you're you're protecting your mascot, but you're also going to have to protect the people he's around. Um, and that can be that could be where the cost is at. But everybody I've coached before, and they want you to hold a million dollar policy if you're coaching. Because what if you do drill a kid on accident when you're coaching? There's always that what if moment. Yeah. And That's I would rather I'd rather be kicking a few dollars, you know, down the drain than. You know, being broke for the rest of my life because of one small accident. So, you, yeah. So that's I think that's all the questions we're gonna take. Um, <laughs> OMG's posted something. I'm not. I'm not getting into that. If you're listening to this, I'm not getting into that. What did they post? I'm not even gonna say it because it, simply by saying it acknowledges it. I'm not doing it. I wanna so know. anyway. Um, so th- yeah, those are stories. So back to so back to Canada, John. We're done. Um, are you done, really? You don't want to talk more about how beautiful Canada nope. is? Listen, I know it's still... It's like... Um, how do I put this? Um, you know when you like fall off or you're doing like... Did you ever skateboard? Did you ever rollerblade, do anything uh, cool like that? I did skateboarding and rollerblading as a kid. So if you ever fall off and bust yeah. your ass and you're like, I'm done. I'm not doing that shit yeah, again. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts <laughs> like hell. It sucks. But then dad comes over... Brushes you touch off. man the hell up. Yep. <laughs> um, brushes it off, touch man the hell up. and it's sore, but you don't want to do it. You want you just want to go in and you want to sleep it off, but then you realize how much fun it was. After you know, after a while, you're like you know, I, I want to try it again. I want to get better at it. I think that's where I'm at. 
like, I think when I landed it back home, I'm like, I, I can't do this again. I, I don't know if I can. I, I think I had built myself up, and you kept on telling me Firefest the whole time. Um, it, in my head, I had built up, like, this is that moment. We're going to become, like, not just, we're going to be international celebrities, and our podcast is going to take off. I was very selfish thinking this was a jump-off spot for our podcast. We're going to get this whole new audience. We're going to have 5,000, 10,000 people in the arena. Um, you know, they're going to know about our podcast. You know, we're going to plug the living hell out of it during the show, all this stuff. And I'm like, you know what? That's, that's the payback. We're not getting paid for this event. It's going to cost us a lot of money out of our own pockets to make this happen. But I figured that was the investment part. Um, that didn't happen, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But the bright side is, I can say that I met and got to work with a lot of fantastic people that I'm going to enjoy being friends with through social media who I could see like maybe coming to the States one time and you know trying to get together. Um, we got some U.S. friends. Like I would have never hung out with Biscuit. I mean, yeah. we had I had Tim on the, the unsuited. Um, what, what the hell? I don't even done one so long. I forgot what it was called. <laughs> uh, unsuited interview. Had Tim on there. I'd worked with the guy before. In fact, I had to go. F- I found his autograph on my his rowdy autograph on my poster. Nice. Um, but that was a, a, one of those cases of I got to hang out with cool people. I got to hang out with Chad, who I've been watching as Nugget for you know over a year, um, and seeing him do like he's been doing MC work too, kind of doing going back and forth. It's it's cool watching guys in their careers yeah. working. Um, like I said, I'm fascinated by how people get to where they are, how they get to their... And it doesn't mean that's what I want with my life necessarily, but I like seeing how people are successful. And there's a bunch of job openings, and I see some of the guys going after them, and I'm excited for them. And I'll do anything I can to help them out, because that, to me, is what it's all about. I'm not trying to make a dollar. That's why we did OMGs. OMGs. Um, It was never about making money. But in the back of my head, the whole time, I'm like, the podcast is going to take off. Yes, we've seen a little bit of increase um, on our downloads recently, um, which is a good sign. So there are some people that at least gave us a shot. Hopefully, they're still like, listening oh, now. We'll try, we'll try it. Um, we'll give these guys. They seem kind of funny. And that's something I did appreciate. A lot of the people that have posted about us said we're funny. Like, yo, these guys are funny. Go you give know, them a listen. There's not like They're not nice guys. They're not good looking. They said we're funny. They're funny looking. And to me, that is the best in the world. I would rather be called funny than hot. <laughs> I would rather all day long somebody refer to Matt as, oh, that's Matt. He's the funny one. Not Matt. That's the hot one. I'm trying to bring sexy back. Like, which one of you two is the hot one? Um, but at the end of the day, we are still a business, John. You and I are still trying to make something. I mean... I can't just we can't throw money at what we're doing hoping it works. Yeah. Um I know John's attitude has been kind of being, you know, making it happen. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Let's get let's if if you're gonna do it, you might as well go all in. Cause you know, at the end of the day, man. I'm a boss ass bitch. That's all we do, baby. Bitch, uh. bitch, bitch, yeah. bitch, uh. bitch, I'm a boss ass bitch, 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 I'm a boss ass bitch. That's a song. That's, that's, our, that's my new. That's my new ringtone. That's our thing. I'm gonna song, get somebody man. to call me in the middle of a board meeting, and that's what it's gonna play. Yeah, dude. There's so many memes with that. Like somebody does something really cool. I had never heard that. Before. That song jumps on in the background, or like them walking away, or they do a flip and they land, and they 
And then that song. I will say up. though, one of the cool side projects or side things we got to do was that uh, zip lining. I had never seen that done or done Screw it before. Screw that! <laughs> <laughs> you were not having it. You wouldn't even come up on the kitty thing, man. Dude, no, because I knew the kitty thing was fine. It took some upper body strength. Yeah. Because I don't have the knee strength, so I had to. A lot of the stuff I had to like support this frame, and that's why I kept saying, "Let me see it first. I said that like a thousand times, and I, I did like, it. Let me see it first. You got your butt up there. And I got across it, no you, problem. You I did, did all I got through the obstacles. You had your wrecking ball moment. Oh, dude. You swung. Dude, I, I smashed my ass so hard. I came in like a wrecking ball. I never hit so hard. That part right there is true. I hit my ass yeah. so hard. It's like I think I broke my tailbone. I got turned <laughs> sideways. And uh, but we made, once again, the laugh. We made the poor girl that was up there with us, laugh. Yeah. Um, I think she said she loved her job like three times. Yeah, you were like two stories below me. I'm on the kid thing. I'm like looking down like 20 feet at you. I'm like, I guess I'm a little higher up here than I thought. Yeah, dude. I and I can say there. I didn't get any tree sap on me. Two of the mascots got tree sap <laughs> all over them. All over their jerseys. Speaking of which, Biscuit came home in pieces. The head broke. Ah, uh, I you saw see that? that. Yeah. That's that insurance we're talking about. Exactly. Um. Yeah, but, man, we did some interesting things, and that's we did stuff people. that I would have never done without that trip. Yeah, saw Seattle. My wife wants to go to Seattle. She's been in there in the airport before, but she's when she was a kid. Well, you guys could um, go. It's uh, it's not only that expensive. Six hours away. God, man, that was a that was a trip. Um, uh, like I said, I back, so I'm I'm still on the fence. Like I want 2020 OMGs to happen. Okay. Where I am as far as am I all in? Am I am I a hundred percent in? Not right now. And that's just honest. Honestly, just because it is a huge step away from my family, leaving my wife with three kids. Yeah, dude. Um if you would have heard the conversation that the on Mother's Day when I was on the phone with her and I could hear it in her voice, like Part of me was like saying, that's why I didn't, I, I in my mind, because I had already talked to her before, and I'm not blaming her for anything, um, it's a helpless feeling when you could tell somebody, you know, needs you and they, you can't, you can't get home to them. And that was another reason I was like, let's just cancel Sunday, man. <laughs> what, nobody's coming to it. Yeah. And we were right, but we still did the show because there were people, there were people there. Um, and so selfishly, I was like, that's just, you know, I, I want I want to go home. I want I want to get back to my family, mm-hmm. um, and that's just because I'm I'm I don't do well away from my family because I've never have been away from them very long. Um, I grew up in a military family. My wife grew up in a military family, but us as a family, we've been away from our kids for like a total of maybe seven days since they've been born. Mm-hmm. Us two together. I have never been away from my family that long. I think we were gone five days. Yeah, something like that. Six days. Uh, that was a, that was a long time for me. I had not been away um, from my wife, uh, and I had not been away from my kids that long ever. Um, and it was tough. Um, it's hard entertaining, you know, these other little kids who I thought were cuter than hell, you know, goofing around with. And that picture with me and that little girl giving her an Aussie, mm-hmm. like I saw a lot of my daughter in that picture. Um, and that that's that was a moment. That's a moment I'll never forget. You know, sharing Aussie with a kid who probably could care less, but she was hugging that thing. And that felt good to me. <laughs> that's what I that's what I wanted to do. That was one of the the, the goals of everything was to kind of leave an impression, hopefully unsuited 
kind of left in somewhat of an impression on De- the area. Definitely left a bunch of autograph cards all over the place. <laughs> the biscuit yeah. shares did. They um, gonna definitely send us some bills. It'd be like, hey, clean come, the cleaning. Come, come clean this up. Biscuit, that was that was cracking me up because we'd go somewhere. And all of a sudden, a card would pop up like in a napkin. Hey, yo, man, what's this? Uh, <laughs> it's like, what? I was, I was losing uh, my mind. Uh, it was funny. Um, but no, uh, we got a lot of things planned um, coming up for Unsuited. I kind of teased it, um, but I am in the process, and John is in the process. We're going to start doing the, the rankings. I don't know if we're going to call it the Unsuited Rankings or Rankings Unsuited Something with a name unsuited in it, something with rankings of some nature. But basically, we're going to go league by league. I think it's only fair to do Major League Baseball first since they're still they're the only league really going Re- on. Relevant. Because NBA is almost done and NHL is going into their um, Stanley Cup finals and it's two bear mascots, Louie and Blades um, for St. Louis and uh, Boston. I could care less about that matchup. Um, I just hope St. Louis wins just because I don't like Boston. That's right. I said it. Um, so we're going to do that and that's going to be a video. We're going to do videos of those kind of things, but we got, yeah, we're going to go through major league baseball. Then we're going to do football. Cause that'll be the next thing. This is hockey. We'll do all league, And then we're going to start doing colleges. <laughs> we're going to start doing the sec. Then we're going to start doing, uh, big 10 or big 12 or whatever they, I don't know what they are. And then uh, we're going to bring it home in. Pew! <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know exactly that. <laughs> I forgot that guy's name. And then we're going to come over here. And then we're, we're going to go to Chicago. We're going to Rochester. We're going. And then we're going. That's exactly what I thought as soon as you started saying. But no, I think having, I think starting to get a video presence, I think the videos you did, um, and I'll say single-handedly, the videos you did were outstanding. Um, a lot of people were sharing them. They're funny. They showed what we were doing. Hey, Matt, um, what are we doing? It's you know it's funny. I had actually a bunch of people comment though, and um, a couple people like we'll say, we'll say off camera, we'll say behind the scenes. But that thing where I'm looking dead to the world, they're like, "What are we doing?" I said, "Working for twelve hours." <laughs> yeah, and I walk away. That was that, the realest that was, moment. That was as real. I was so ass whipped at that point. I was so yeah, tired. That was us still trying to figure. We're and still that, trying to figure and out that's life. The thing was, everybody from the they're like they're commenting on the videos and the pictures are like, "Yo, you guys had a great time. Everything looked like everybody thought that everything went off wonderful." Mm-hmm. Because and that's why the videos are so and, damn and good. And that's not my and that's not my job. I'm not trying to sit there and bash anything. Yeah, we had our issues, but at the same time, it's like I'm not posting that negative stuff. And and in the back of my mind, I was like, "We got to make this thing work." Oh yeah, I went into event mode. I was just like, at one point, I I had a little piece of paper in my hand. A dance instructor came in. I was like, "You guys are in room number three. We'll meet you on the floor in 15. Like, you know, I, I went into what I'm used to doing. That's what we needed. At we needed an event like the the producer, somebody with headset. And that's another thing we forgot about. Yeah, having headset communication with the DJ <sighs> would have made a world of difference. Didn't think about that until we were too knee deep in the problem. No bills gonna be high. We need yeah, the number of texts you guys are firing back and forth, dude. We um, sent hundreds of texts that day, so uh, that's why. Luckily, you were there with me. Yeah. Luckily, this was a team project because I could not have done it. I thought about bailing. Uh, Where the hell are you gonna go? No, I'm talking about like it was like maybe a month before. I kind of started to get the, and it was only because I was having such a rough time at work, like with everybody quitting. And you needed and then this. You needed my this. job. Was like you know what are we gonna do? And then, but I was luckily enough in a position where they're like, 
you should go do this. Hell yeah. You know, take the opportunity. Don't, don't, we'll figure things out while you're gone. And, you know, I'd be like, it's not my problem. It's not my fault. Not my circus, not my monkeys. <laughs> I told myself a bunch of times at OMGs, I was like, just kind of like, you know, I kind of set myself back because that's the thing that on this podcast, I come across as somebody who's like very, I don't call it a dictator. Yeah. But like, my way or the highway, start banging on stuff, and uh-huh. that's not me. I think in general, one of my favorite comments of the whole trip was like, "John, you talk way more in person than you do on the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> it's true. They're like, why are you just? Who are you? They're like looking at me like, "What are you? Who? What?" I'm just like, "Yeah, I just let my." And I think people, <laughs> I think people, they know us or they get to know us through the podcast. That's how yeah. they meet. But then when you meet people. They realize that I'm I'm kind of playing a character on this podcast. Like I'm I'm still Matt Began. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not this way normally. No, uh, we're all we're all a little different. I'm I'm a little bit lower key. I'll, I'm not the high first guy. Um, I'll I'll be quiet in a room until somebody says hi. Um, but I will if things are sinking. I will step in. Um, yeah. mascot training. Um, shout out Tim. Um. <laughs> No, if uh, sometimes I just I, I, if I see an opportunity, I'll take it because I'm at the point in my life, I'm about to turn forty. I'm like, listen, man, it's, it's sink or swim. You know, fake it till you make it was kind of the mantra. Yeah, yeah. And you got a lot of people saying it too. You know, yeah, same fake with it till you make it, man. Um, my my mantra, you know, early on was not my circus, not my monkeys, but it was. We were still the faces of everybody out front. It even it dawned on me, I was going through and I was curious to see if anybody wrote any reviews or any news stories about the mascot games. I, I needed to see the truth. I did not. I'm the guy who reads the comments and see somebody bash me and then get get butthurt about it. Yeah. And everybody's like, when you get famous and you or you get don't read comments. Do you don't don't listen to them because it's it gets yeah. and it would. It would have gotten in my head, but I needed to see it. Didn't find anything, but I did find something that referred to me as the event host like like i was the guy and i'm like holy hell i guess that's been put on my shoulders because i i became that person with the tv interviews same with you out there on the floor yeah people are looking to us because we have the microphones as the people in charge but we not so next year the beaver has to have a headset on inside that helmet to talk and say <laughs> this is what we're gonna do, or we need to hire a person, or they can hire me, and we can plan this thing out right in months in advance, and then. Do you work Canadian or do you work U.S. currency? I work U.S. currency, guys. I gotta get them double double somehow. Yeah, we spent some money on <laughs> some double double, and, and I think that the, the investment's gotta be not on cutesy um, yeah. stuff. It's gotta be on having the right crew around you yeah you really do that need a mean, crew to like pull said, something DJ, off like that D- dj was fine i don't know if if a free is as good as a, somebody who's paid who has an investment who wants to make it right because they're being paid yeah um that's why anytime somebody was donating something and they either show up or they like um the the bounce house guy i thought he was just hanging out because he wanted to see what was going on i didn't realize he was waiting for a check so like a whole time like talking to him you know everything I didn't realize he was hanging out because he's waiting to be paid. Okay. And I'm like, I'm not I'm not being paid. Like what's up with this? Like this guy is like I was like I th- I really, really thought he was just he wanted to see it, but then I realized he yeah he could care just, less. Yeah, he's just waiting for his money. Um, and but he was super nice though. Oh yeah, like said, his whole family. There wasn't nice. anybody we met from Canada 
you know, or you know, any of the locals. Technically, there was one person, but I didn't meet them. They just said a rude comment as I was walking by. From Canada? Yeah. Who? Well, one person said, and it wasn't really rude, it said, I have my own beaver to rub. Get away from me. Wasn't directed towards me. So that was one thing. You can't censor that one, Matt. It said. And then the other one was like something about effing, effing beaver or something. Like, you know, it was just random. It just being, just trying to be funny. Yeah. Take the yeah, low hanging just... fruit of the beaver. Yeah, but hey, other we, we got that. the beaver rub stuff. I had to show it, prove it to my wife. I don't like the beaver rub stuff. It's spicy. I put it on some chicken. There's something in that mix that shouldn't be there. Like, it's like, nutmeg? okay. It kind of tastes nutmeggy. I th- I thought I saw in there had there, nutmeg, and I'm like, something, that's the sweetness to it? There's something the in there cinnamon? that's like nutmeg or cinnamon that's just, it's not, it throws it all off. I don't know. I'm not a fan. I, it has a word spicy on it, so I was... Yeah, I, I I literally brought it home. I brought a, a bunch of that stuff home. Um, my kids loved the mango mangosteen. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, and they liked the the other fruit, all the fruit stuff. Which is funny because trying to explain that guy to customs what's yeah. in the bag. I'm like, it's 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 mango mangosteen. It's fruit leather. And he gives you a look. I go, listen, the Canadians call it fruit leather. I don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> and the guy just looks at me. He was tired. We were late, you know. Anyway, yeah. Um, I don't. There's something that happened where me and Matt got split up going through customs. Mine had a an X through it, and I went through a smaller line. You had to go through a I had different it, line. It was a wait for where I, I, saw I went, that. and I was just like, "Why Matt get to go over? Are they profiling right now? Because I know all the minorities they, we all standing they were. over there. Your mine and were all like, white folk. Yours was <laughs> like I saw Indian people. I saw a yeah, little bit of ethnicities. I was just like, man. All right, well. You made it through. We made Whatever. it home. We made it. Yeah, we made when it we through. we landed and we finally got off the plane and got on the road and made it home. I was afraid I was going to fall asleep, but I was so still jacked up yeah. on all the caffeine and everything I'd been drinking. Um, but I crashed hard I, when I dude, got Dude, I home. ain't never been so happy <laughs> to be home. Like, it was a weird feeling when I, I just like, I literally, I came inside and I just put my bags down and I was like, like, I, you know, I, like, I could finally breathe. I was like. I have a confession. We made it. I have a confession. What's up? My luggage is still sitting in the middle of my bedroom floor with most of the luggage still in it. Oh, no. Mine is, too. Like the jerseys. Behind that door. Um, well, most of, uh, most of the clothes I washed, but there's still a few yeah. things just sitting there. My my unsuited shirt, which somebody referenced, they thought were pretty boss. Woo! Um, I mean, how boss? I'm a boss-ass bitch, bitch, bitch. I want to say they did something on South Park with that song before with Cartman. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. All right, yeah. I gotta look at it. Anyway. All right, um, so yeah, let's get this thing wrapped up. Um, like I said, we got the rankings coming out. Don't hesitate to throw us your own rankings. Um, I'm curious to see. I'm I'm not trying to hurt feelings, but our rankings will put some mascots in their place. Because um, I've saw some other rankings and they're trash. Um, also, speaking of trash, so Funko has Major League Baseball mascot things, and I think there's only like 16. Yeah, I already looked at mascots. a few of them. And some, how does some of those guys? First of all, how the hell does um, oh uh, uh, Roosevelt? How does uh, Teddy Roosevelt have a damn, <laughs> and Screech doesn't? The actual mascot, how did he not get one? Uh, but Teddy, how did they get the likeness rights for Teddy Roosevelt? Anyway, somebody made that decision. And then like the Friars in there and Bernie, Bru- how do some of those characters have? How did they get them? But Raymond's not in there. Oh. Raymond's how's Raymond? I mean, okay, so five thousand people go to a, a Rays game. Nobody really sees it. 
Yeah. But Raymond is much cooler than Bernie Brewer all day long. Um, Hell, I think the moose is even in there, and Raymond's better than the moose. <laughs> Not to give away my rankings, but you can kind of see where I'm going. Yeah, they're trying to jack those things up. Like for they're trying to like I think they're only like what twenty bucks, twenty five. Brand new, those things are ten dollars. The normal ones in the store. Yeah, you can get a, a Funko I Pop. See, everybody's like, I'm looking online right now, and like they're reselling them yet. for like a hundred. They haven't been released. Is yet. that what it is? Yeah, they're gonna be released, and then everybody. It's just like concert tickets. People post they get the they get access to them ahead of time. Yeah. And they think that they're gonna have the sold out show, you know, the market cornered and they do dumb stuff and they put the price too high. I, mean, I want I want the some Philly, of them look pretty cool. I want Orbit, Philly Fanatic, um, yeah, Pirate Parrot. I would Pirate like, Parrot, the dude's selling it for eighteen bucks. That ain't bad. So um yeah, there's some characters. I try to get um I was at Disney yesterday and I tried to get a uh, Forky. They have a Funko Pop of Forky. I'm going to get I'm going to get the uh the Philly Fanatic. I'll make sure I get a copy of that one. Um but I yeah, I'll go online and get them, but I I'll go to like a, a Target or somebody who's going to have them. I'm not going to go I just want go, the Marlin one. I'm not going to Joe's Sports Memorabilia, you know, in in, yeah. in in Hoboken. I'm not going to like some store online. Look how sweet that looks. <laughs> I don't like it. I like it. You like you like Billy the Marlin? Yeah. We homies. Um, oh, wow. Uh, but yeah, they did some. They did a good job with some of them. Um, NFL ones should be pretty sweet too when they come out. But the, if they do Major League Baseball, they're gonna have to do all the characters. Of yeah, all the, they'll have to do all the leagues. I mean, maybe, maybe NFL is not gonna allow it, but we'll see what happens. I'm like I said, I enjoy collecting that kind of stuff. Um, one thing I did screw the pooch on. What you screw the pooch on? So I had. So remember, you talked about the jerseys. Yeah. So the jerseys, the 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 autographed jerseys that miraculously. Disappeared. Suspiciously disappeared. Never to reappear. Some dick face stole, or dick faces. I don't know. They're still. <laughs> they're still trying to look at. There's. There is security footage available. Whether or not it shows anything, I don't know. I'm not privy to that. I'm on the board, but I'm not. I'm not. Part, yeah, we weren't I'm in not that director meeting. of security. That was uh Tim, I believe, was our director of security. Yeah, Tim is our director of security, and uh, he was taking care of the situation last time I checked. Um, a cool idea has come out of. That, that that's taken a negative and a positive where there might be a traveling jersey which would be kind of neat so everybody will get it sign it take it around their town to show it off i think if it gets to jacksonville i'm sure i can get most of the jacksonville mascots to sign it nice. so you know it'll be a, like i said a huge negative like i said some dick face stole it or dick faces stole the two jerseys it's a kid's jersey and an adult jersey everybody signed it it's worth zero dollars in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, um, the jersey itself is worth like fifty bucks max, um, parts and all. Yep. You and I have the same jersey. Yeah. Um, not autographed, and ours say unsuited on the back. Um, so yeah, that happened, and I also had a stack of cards where I had all the mascots that were there because everybody had their cards, and I took like four or five of each characters. Um, and some of them were signed, some of them weren't. But I had a stack, and I put it up on top of because we didn't really have a locker room area. I put it on top. Mm-hmm. I came back, and they're gone. All there, and I had a, a, a thick stack of like I said because I had trouble getting everybody's cards because some of the guys took them home. I'm not gonna yeah. name any names. The general. Um, so I, I wanted <laughs> to make sure I got everybody's cards because he was he wasn't doing well. Yeah. The, the after the first day of games, 
and he wasn't expecting to come back the second day. So he took the cards because I think he he went back home, but he got up, kind of felt the energy, and came back. It was kind of like one of those Disney moments, and like the turn of the story. He just everybody's kind of huddled up, and he comes walking out, like rubbing his head. He's like, "So what I miss, guys?" And we're like, "Yo, it's the general." Yeah, the general's <laughs> back. It was like one of those moments, like, "All right, look, we're about to do this thing. Yeah. We got everybody." So we are we are about to accept the clown into the mix. Yep, I'm not allowed to call it the stupid clown. Man, it or is stupid a stupid mime. clown. Um, that thing was creepy. I don't I'm want sorry. To yell at me again. Whatever. Um, but yeah, so we that was like I said, that was the last day. We were making. We we took a a, a thing that had. Four teams, yeah. And we turned into a thing. Had two teams, and now it's a little bit different games. Like we literally on the fly, we're making up the rules as we went. Um, so yeah, I had that stack of cards, but I I wanted the cards. I wanted I I wanted to collect them all, like Pokemon. I wanted to have everybody's cards. <laughs> I only card. I so I have a few that made it home with me of the different characters. Yeah, I have Parkas on my desk. Nice. So the joke now is I'm gonna take Parker around town in Jacksonville to show Parka. You know, put the card and like, <laughs> like you know, like at the stadium next it's to Parker. maybe put it in the hand of the jaguar. Nice. Now, does Parker have a stuffed animal? I don't. I think the way I've been shown some love for Team Parker, they should send me a Parker. <laughs> There's got to be one. All right, Team Parker, if you made it an hour and a half into this show and you're still listening somehow, Lord have mercy. And um, if anybody else is still listening, this is a Snickerdoodles episode. It is. Woo! Burn, 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 burn. Oh, hold on, hold on, let me. Uh, Guys, it's that time again. Um, Comment Snickerdoodle, and we're going to send you some free swags. That's right. All you got to do is comment Snickerdoodle, but don't comment it on the page. Message us. That way, don't let people in on this. Don't let them know. And we're going to take as many as we get. Yep. If if it's five Snickerdoodles, if it's 20 Snickerdoodles, if it's 100 Snickerdoodles, we're going to send everybody a custom package with stuff in it. With stuff we either we stole, either we stole from we the st- hotel. Yeah, stole. stole uh, <laughs> we might have a signed jersey. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you start those rumors. No. <laughs> I saw them looking at the black dude when there's like something it was. was missing. Like, and it was like, like the oh. the black dude. I was like, yo, I was the only black dude in town until we went to Col- Kelowna. Co- Cola? We're at the Cola? the potato place. Yeah. And did you notice that the black guy was walking two white children? Yeah. And he looked at the me, the nanny, and I looked at him. <laughs> And he was like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yep." He did one of those things, that, you know, <laughs> you know, the cartoon they rub their eyes like really hard with both hands. He's like, "Really?" Yeah. And I had a hockey jersey on. <laughs> oh, that was throwing everybody off. Why did I do um, one hockey jersey? God bless the people at the potato place at Oso Potato and yeah. that little Caesars and that little strip mall uh-huh. because there's a damn middle school next door, and all those kids come and hang out there. Oh, dude, I bet dude. you that is the most just unreal place to be around because those kids are probably uh, listen i know they're canadians they're but rude, middle school they're but i think middle school is middle school middle school will always be middle school and those kids are just probably raging hormone assholes like, yeah just standing <laughs> there smoking their cigarettes and Easter. hanging out on the corner and yeah because there was a convenience store there and they're yeah, just hanging like, out there and like nah nah nope. i don't know how they do it i would never start up put a store in that location yep i would have a cop there every day yep all right so remember snickerdoodle if you made it this far and message us. Also, Snickerdoodle, you can message leave, one I of us. I would just like to say congratulations to one of our unsuited friends. Who? Michael had his baby. Oh, that's right. Michael and Don. So, guys, congratulations. Junior. And um, I got a Snapchat for Mike because he snaps me all the time. He was holding his baby in his arms and playing the episode he was on in the background. I was like, Mike, 
and just wants to be a part of something so bad. He's a part and, of fatherhood uh, now. That's that's and, that's all so he needs he was, in his life. He was listening to the unsuited podcast and holding the baby at the same time. So I do appreciate it, Mike. You put the two hands man. on that damn baby. He ain't no put two the podcast hands. down. It was great. It was a good time. I mean, we're we're kind of fun and we're funny. Um, according to according to Canadians, we're pretty funny. Yeah, we're uh rated uh five stars on iTunes by some guy named Tim. I don't know. Hey, we appreciate anyway. that. <laughs> yeah, hey, anytime there you get a shot to like review us or give us stars or anything that kind of helps us uh say we're awesome or prove we're awesome hey remember we're the original podcast baby Woo! we've been doing this almost four years we're the omgs of the, of the, OGs, we're the ogs of the omgs, of the OMGs. i want a poster it says all right that. we're getting out of here guys all right guys make sure you go follow us on facebook instagram twitter um we don't do snapchat at least not not there. yet um we're also going to have a youtube channel uh set up very shortly coming uh, soon probably called the unsuited youtube channel i don't know something cool um, and we're going to put some cool videos on there, maybe some training videos, maybe some do's, don'ts, some how-tos. Um, yeah. It's going to um, be me saying bitches a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's really all it's going to be. <laughs> ah. And on that note, stay be- awesome, guys. All right, guys. All right, fur balls, we are out of here for bitch, this episode. Bitch, bitch, I'm a boss-ass bitch. Bitch, 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 bitch. I just think of Terry Crews, that baby back bitch, baby bitch, back bitch, bitch, and he's like bitch, doing that. That's robot. a big ass robot. <laughs> <laughs>